Welcome to Behind the Law with Dennis Vetrano, where you'll receive the support, the motivation, and the inspiration to be your best self each and every day. And now, here's your host, Dennis Vetrano. All right, Joe Daly back with Behind the Law with Dennis Vetrano. Welcome back, Dennis. Good to hear from you again, Joe. We've been spending some time talking about folks being stuck at home. We're all sheltering in place. We're all on pause here in New York, staying home and staying safe. And a lot of interesting things have come up in that time at home for some folks. Some things, Dennis, not all that pleasant. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. And I think, look, you know, I think what happens with divorces and fractured relationships is there there are circumstances like just about anything else in life. Um, When you have a problem with something, you know, how do people typically react? You know, a lot of times, unfortunately, they react to, you know, they, 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 or deny that there's a problem. They try to overlook it. They, they, they try to pretend for themselves, you know, look, it, it's really not a problem. It's just me, a lot of times they'll say, or this is the way a marriage is supposed to be. This is the way my life is supposed to be. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of, um, you know, kicking the proverbial can down the road because they, they are they're fearful quite frankly, um, of the unknown. And, um, and, that's, and that's totally normal, and I, and I expect that. And um, if you feel that way, don't feel embarrassed or ashamed. That is a normal um, response. That's a normal way to feel, um, quote-unquote, of course. You know? um, so, but I think when you're in that, it's like overcoming anything. You know, I've explained to people during consultations that a divorce is simply a turn of a page in your life. You know, a lot of times divorce lawyers get a bad rap. They say, well, you know, you're, you're looking to break up families and break up marriages. No, I'm not. I'm looking for those circumstances. I'm there to assist with those circumstances where you know in your heart of hearts that a marital split will improve your life and many times your spouse's lives and your kids' lives. You know, as we've had on another show, I mean, remaining in a toxic relationship is not healthy for anybody who's a participant in that. Not you, not your spouse, not the kids. Um, and it doesn't mean you're punching people, you're punching each other in the face and there's, you know, and there's police involved and there's, you know, there's hospital visits. It doesn't necessarily mean that's the case, although those cases are included in what we see. Um, but many times I get from clients, well, okay. You know, I know I'm there. Now what? In my head, I finally made that step, and I say, I know this needs to happen. I know this relationship is not right for me. I know this is a toxic relationship. Um, it's not good for me or my spouse or my kids. Now what? And, and that it's a good place to start because now what, especially now where we're so close together in our homes together, there's very little space, yes. very little privacy, and it's not like you can say, uh, just a minute, I have to call Dennis. You know, it's how do they get to that is what can they do? Yeah, and I think you raise a good point. I think that now people say, you know, you, there's two different ways to look at what's happening now. Um, shelter in place, well, maybe you're forced to stay in such close proximity and there's so much stress involved that that's somewhat of an artificial circumstance in that, you know, it's not the norm. And therefore, you should, if, there's, if, if, if your head is telling you this relationship needs to end, well, ignore that because, you know, once the pandemic's over, it's all going to change back to normal. And I think, I, I don't think that's a right, I don't think that's the correct way to look at it. I think the way to look at it is it's, it's simply take circumstances that already existed and kind of um, multiplying them. 
kind of magnifying them. It's putting the small problems under a magnifying glass, and now you really see it for what it is. Um, you know, and I think to get out of it, the first thing is, I think the most important thing you can do is, if you know the relationship has come to an end, get together a to-do list. Now, I don't know if you're a list person, but I'm a list person with everything. I mean, I've got a list from everything from my personal to-dos, my business to-dos, my grocery list, my organization list, my, my what needs to get organized in the shed sort of list. Um, that's the way I've always been. But I think that's the best way to be organized to address any circumstance. So first thing is come up with a to-do list. Get organized. Um, and part of that to-do list should be the following things. Who's in your support system? Who can you count on? Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, um, sister, brother, friends. Who, if you needed to have a place to stay for a period of time or borrow some money um, or even just have somebody to talk to, somebody to bounce some ideas off of, um, who's on that? And make that, make that a lot of times, well, I'm not going to say make that a short list, but a lot of times that's a short list. That's one or two or three people. And, and in addition to that, I think many times people don't think they need it, but you need professional help. And I would much prefer you say, not sure if I'm in a domestically violent relationship or if I need any counseling, reach out. You've got domestic violence advocates out there. You've got outfits like Grace Smith House. You have counselors, even just to have somebody to sit down and talk to. Okay? I think it you know, many times there's a lot of different emotions swirling around as you're going through a marital split, and you need that support. And, and don't be embarrassed or ashamed to say, yeah, I need somebody to talk to. I think the clients that come through these circumstances most intact are the ones that have a support system and a good one, and they rely on it, and they have a counselor or, or an advocate or somebody they can talk to about this circumstance who sees it every day at the ground floor, um, and who can give them some insights, some, some, some advice. Uh, I think that's invaluable. Um, and also have a plan for if there's kids involved, what does that look like? How do you navigate through that? Is this a circumstance where if you said, okay, it's time to make the split, I know that my brother will allow me to move in and stay in his guest room while we're working through this, um, you know, what's going to happen with the kids? Mom or dad, how are they going to see the kids? What is that going to look like? What is the transition from intact family to split family going to look like insofar as the kids are concerned and contact with the kids? And again, just daily life. You know, who, who brings the kids to baseball camp? You know, who brings the kids, who picks up the kids from school? I mean, it, it's, it's an important um, part of your planning to determine how that's going to work out. Um, and certainly housing, you know, is there a place you can stay? I mean, can you peacefully coexist within the existing household and work through this process? And I ask clients that all the time. Many say, ah, it's going to be difficult, but we can. But I find that from a financial perspective, sometimes, that, sometimes that's the best way to do it. You'll say, okay, we have a finished basement. We have an upstairs. The kids have their own rooms. You know, husband's going to move downstairs. Wife's going to move downstairs for now. And we're going to try to navigate through this. And those tend to be the most amicable circumstances, situations where they're working through mediation or they're doing collaborative divorce, or they have two knowledgeable, experienced divorce lawyers who are willing to really be smart, be efficient with their client's money, and try to negotiate a, a, a resolution that works for everybody. Many times you can also do a nesting arrangement where 
Mom stays in the house with the kids, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, dad, and then they alternate Sunday, something like that. And then mom or dad, you know, has a, well, mom and dad has a place to stay outside the marital residence. So the kids, you know, forgive the, the legalese, but the kids maintain possession of the marital residence. You know, because I think the most important thing is try to preserve um, and some sense of continuity for the kids, something they can rely on, something that's familiar to them while they go through this uh, uh, circumstance. Uh, and finances, money. You know, how do we pay the bills? Who pays the mortgage? Do you split the bills? How does, what, how does that work out? What does that look like? Um, and these are the lists that you can go through. These are the practical things. These are the day-to-day, minute-to-minute things. If they're, they're, the, they're the kind of, if the lawyer wasn't involved and court wasn't involved, okay, gotcha. how do you work through the practical things, okay? The, the, many times lawyers overlook the practical things. Well, I can tell you what the tax return is going to say, and I can calculate spousal support, and I can tell you what asset is what. Yeah, that's great. You know, where am I going to live? You know, sometimes as lawyers, we glaze over that. And I think if you start off with a to-do list on how you're going to navigate through this, um, because many times people know they want to go, they leave, and then they're scrambling to come up with a plan. Come up with that plan first. Start thinking about that plan right now. If you know it's time to make that leap, start thinking about that plan now. And you can do that in consultation with a lawyer. You know, uh, many of our clients that are coming in and hiring us now are saying, look, I know the courts are closed, but for emergency matters for now. But from our perspective, it looks like they're try- they're, right now they're trying to plan of a way to reopen. Um, filing will be just around the corner, I believe. Um, but there is so much more planning that needs to be done in these cases, not only from a legal perspective, but just from a practical perspective. And if you know the marital relationship is over, and those problems that you've had all along that are now under a magnifying glass, you say, ah, there they are, and this is some, you know, I mean, look at it honestly. Is this something we're going to fix? Is this something the two of us are going to commit to fix and change? If not, and if that's not possible, now you see it. Now you see it clear as day, okay? And then get your plan together, work through it. Um, a lot of the clients that we're seeing now, as I said, are coming in and hiring us to assist them in working through that process right now. And, and many clients, I'm finding one of the trends is a lot of people are trying to work through mediation. And that's great. I mean, we do divorce mediation. It's something I do specifically myself. Uh, quite frankly, I enjoy doing the mediation because I enjoy seeing two people who are splitting try to preserve their marital assets. Don't pay it to me. Keep it for your kids. Put it in a 529 account. Prepare for their college. You know, when they go to college, you know what they're going to need? They're going to need books, and they're going to need a car, and they're going to need, you know, um, you know, room and board. And guess what? Colleges are expensive these days. So try to preserve the resources, the, the collective marital resources for you and your family, not to pay the lawyers to fight out things that they could just work through on their own. You know, the knowledgeable lawyers know what the law is in this area, and they should be assisting you to navigate through it. Um, so, you know, many times in these cases you work through the mediation, and, uh, and that's a good process. But even if you're not working through the mediation, what I find in these cases is when somebody sits in my um, consultation chair, they'll say, 
I'll ask them, okay, does your spouse know you're here? Do they know that you're seeking a divorce? Have the two of you discussed it yet? And many times they'll say no, 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 and, and you know, I'll say, do you know if he, he or she is consulted with a lawyer? Um, many times that comes up in the context of the conversation. And, th- and a lot of times I'll get, no, 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 they, they haven't spoken with a lawyer. They don't, they don't know anything. And nine times out of ten, maybe not nine times out of ten, but many times you find out down the road, they spoke with a lawyer a year ago. I can remember a case right off the top of my head. I had a, I had a wife in my consultation chair, and, you know, husband's texting her incessantly. And, uh, and it's, you know, you find out later on they've hired a lawyer a year ago. They hired a lawyer six months ago. So, again, I think that in either circumstance, if you know that that's the point you're at, it is time, this is a toxic relationship or this is a fractured relationship that you need to get to the next page, okay? You need to move on with your life. Now's the time to get together your list of what you know you need to do from a practical perspective and reach out to an attorney to help you go through the legal perspective, okay? Take a look at what do you need, you know? You want to you garner uh, uh, or you want to uh, organize or get together all of your bank statements, all of your tax returns. You want to take a look at what the prospective support numbers would be. You want to have a feel for how this case will play out. And the knowledgeable lawyers should be able to play that out for you pretty early on with, you know, a, just a fair amount of financial information, but you've got to gather it. That's the thing. You don't want to wait till the day you're walking out the door to start getting together this information. And you don't want to wait till the day you're walking out the door to start talking with a lawyer. You want to know what you can expect right now. Now, in the few moments we have left, Dennis, I have one question. I, I think people are writing this all down or at least making a list, as you always do. But you've got your support system all taken care of. You're thinking about the kids. You're thinking about finances. You've got, you've got the list. Now, you pick up the phone and you call the lawyer. What's the experience like initially? Because that could be a frightening thing just to actually say it to somebody, to say, Dennis, I'm thinking of this. What's, the, what's it really like? And I, I know they can't come to your consultation chair right at this exact moment, but if they do contact the office, you have the most understanding people. Yeah, I think, I think the difference with us is we're not one of those lawyers, and it's funny, we were doing some searches just recently uh, in the context of our marketing stuff, and I came across a couple of lawyers that I've dealt with before, and, you know, I look at their website. Well, you know, well, we do estate planning, and, and that's one lawyer there. One lawyer with one assistant. I'll do your estate planning, and I'll do your criminal defense, and I'll do your traffic ticket, and I'll do your family law. <laughs> and, then when you, and then when you call the office, you can tell, based on their bedside manner, they have no clue how to deal with family law clients or divorce clients. Yeah, I do, right. They have no idea. Right. Um, all we do is family law and divorce. I mean, you know, what, we also, what we'll also do occasionally is, let's say for argument's sake, in the context of your divorce, a family offense is filed, and also criminal charges are pending. We have a former uh, assistant district attorney who handles the criminal aspect of that as well. But, but for those things, right now, divorce and family law is all we do. And it's in large part what I've done almost my entire career. So now I'm, I started out in 1999. Um, you know, we've been, in pra- we've been in private practice since 2005, which since 2005 has been all family law and divorce, pretty much nothing else. Um, you know, so you're prepared for, and I constantly talk to my uh, staff about this, you have to understand that these clients, you have to be super understanding. You're going to get clients who call your office and they're a little nasty. Um, you're going to get clients that call your office and they may, may yell at you. You're going to get clients that call your office and they're crying. 
You're going to get clients that call your office and they're really frustrated. And you know what? These are all good people. All of these people. Okay? And I had a client, I'll give you a perfect example. I had a client years ago. We're in court. We're in the middle of a family court case. You know, they're trying to take away his kids. He's, we get out of court. He's screaming at me. And then five, minute, five minutes later, we talk about his case, and I explain to him how everything is going and why things went the way they went and what our plan is to get to the goal, and ultimately we reach the goal in his case, which was great. Um, and he says, you know what, Dennis? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I, and my response to him was, how do I expect you to feel? How do I expect you to react? Do I expect you to not care? Do I expect you to have this stoic expression all the time about the circumstance when what's hanging in the balance is your house, your retirement, your car, your kids, your, your pets, everything? I expect you to, to well, if, you know, when you get in, there's not going to be any level of emotion there? No, of course not. So again, I think with our office, when you first call, we understand, we expect that that's what we're going to get to a certain degree. And that doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you, um, you know, weak or feel like, you know, you need to be embarrassed about anything. This is a difficult circumstance, and we understand that, and we're here to help you work through it. Um, and I think, again, what we've been offering lately is a Zoom consultation, and I, I, really suggest, I really encourage people to take advantage of that. It's so easy to do. You just put a link in your phone, um, you click it, and you're right there, and you can get a real feel for what does our office look like, you know, what, what, is, what is your lawyer going to, you know, essentially, what's your lawyer going to look like, you know, do you get a good feel for them? Um, I think that's important. So, um, so that's essentially what they can expect. They can expect somebody who does this every day and understands what you're going through because we see it, you know, um, hundreds of times a year and thousands and thousands of times since we've been in practice. We've covered a lot of ground today. I'm glad we did. To find out more about Dennis and his firm, there's so many different things you can do. The website is one. The Facebook is another. Or pick up that phone if necessary. <laughs> Dennis and the staff, they're always there and they're always ready for you. Dennis? Yeah, I encourage people, drvitranolaw.com, to check out the website. And I think, again, remember, your first step should be to come up with a list. On that list, obviously, will be find an attorney you trust and you feel comfortable with to represent you in this matter and guide you through the process. Um, take a look at the website. There is a lot of interesting information there. It's going to give you some insight as to support, um, spousal support, child support, um, division of assets, um, high asset cases. There's all sorts of things there. There's also bios of each of our staff members so you can get a feel for who are we. You know, who is this person you're reaching out to on the, you know, through, <laughs> through the web? You know, who is this person you're calling? Get a feel for it. It's there. There's some quotes from the attorneys as well, and um, you know, there's some reviews you can take a look at from former clients. So um, definitely go to that website. There's a lot of material there. Dennis, as always, nice to spend some time with you. Thank you very much. Hey, I'm glad we had a chance to talk again today, Joe, and uh, be safe. Take care.